0: You're listening to Comedy Central. Please welcome, Abby Wambach. Wow.
1: All for you. All for you. Thank you. Welcome standing to the show. ovation. You have an amazing audience. You, you pay them well.
0: Yes, they will be receiving that money, I promised them. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. And uh,
0: congratulations on the book. Let's talk about the book because it really speaks about everything that you've done in your life and everything that we deal with. Many people know you as a really successful soccer player who uh, in many ways led the U.S. women's soccer team to some of its greatest victories. Um, You know, your header in the World Cup against Brazil is one of the most famous ones. but the conversations in this book speak about many of the conversations that people are still having today about women's soccer in the US and that is why is the women's team not getting paid what they are owed in other words equal pay for the work that they're doing
1: it's insane you know i i really feel like this is a, a true discrimination lawsuit that they've just filed against US soccer and um, I'm proud to be supporting them. But here's the thing. The big argument, right, that I hear is that the men, the men's team brings in more money. So, of course, that's why they should deserve to make more money. But that's just not true. In 2015, the women's team brought in $6.6 million. And the men's team only brought in two. So, like, that debate is now n- no longer can right. be part of this conversation. And, you know, we were talking backstage. And I think that what you said is is actually... A deeper truth that that people don't want to talk about, and it's the amount of money that it takes to market and brand something, right. so that the supply and demand de- debate can actually make sense. Well, right?
0: this, yeah, well, this is something that w- that we spoke about. Like uh, we, we we did it on the show, and I remember you know handling the conflict both in the show and in my head I was like okay well let's let's go with all sides of the argument on one side you go women's soccer they, they're winning they should get more money and some would say yeah but they you know they don't earn as much money but if you look at all the the, the, the hurdles that women's soccer has to get over in America, first of all, the games are on at random times Great so point. they're not scheduled in a way that people can watch and then if you look at how much money was pumped into the MLS and men's soccer in the country mm-hmm. it was it was a loss generator mm-hmm. and that money hasn't been pumped into women's soccer and and as, as a as a soccer player who was winning the games, did you ever at a point on the field just be like, no, I'm not gonna let the ball hit my skull, no. Did you ever think
1: <laughs> that? Like, what, what motivated I, you if you weren't getting the money? I mean, now I think I should have done more of that because I'm no longer playing and I'm like, I hit the ball against my head way too many times. <laughs> right. And that's a serious and total side issue. Um, but I think that, yeah, I think that the women are like, wait, hold on, this doesn't make sense, right? We are putting ourselves in the same uh, positions, uh, we're putting our bodies on the line. We're sacrificing the same amount, and this is not to slight the men in any way. This is to showcase how um, how much I, I just truly believe in the women, because aside from all of the argument that we can make for these women earning the same as the men, we haven't even once talked about them actually winning championships. Right. Right. And that's an important f- part of this this d- debate as well. Like the women's national team is one of the most successful team sports in the world. Mm-hmm. And we're still struggling. <laughs> we're still struggling to get equal pay. And, um, and that, it just feels so backwards. And it's like, wow, the 99 World Cup team just had their 20th uh, anniversary alumni right. last weekend. And, um, you know, the sport has grown and we've moved a far way from where we started, but we also started below the poverty line. You Definitely. know, people were pl- p- playing for free. If you, if you look at
0: the book, it's based on a commencement speech that you gave that really went viral, you know, because it connected with so many people. And one of the, one of the, 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 the quotes in the book reminds me of what you said in that speech, and that was when you were looking at yourself on a stage at the Espies. It was yourself, and it was um, Kobe Bryant, and it was Peyton Manning. And you were all on the stage being honored as legends in your fields and you walked off that stage and you had a very specific thought and that thought was?
1: Wow, all three of us are walking into very different retirements. On stage, I was feeling this immense amount of gratitude, like wow, we women had finally made it, you know? And what, what I realized when I walked off stage is that's like basically the emotion that women are granted to feel when they are given an award, this idea of just being grateful. So for me, writing this book and trying to unpack some of these moments in my life that taught me things, I mean, that night is when I dedicated and I, I promised myself that I would dedicate myself for the rest of my life to fighting for equality, whether it be equal pay um, in my sport and in, in my, for my team, but also for every woman in, ev- in every industry, because this is a fight that is necessary, and it's not necessary just because women deserve it. It's necessary for all people everywhere, right? Because our our world feels like, I mean, you talk about all the things that seem to be on fire, right. that, that seem to be going wrong. And I believe that women having more access to the tables where decisions are made, um, that will help this world better, to be better.
0: It's <laughs> really, really interesting that you, that, that you bring that up because there, there have been numerous studies that have shown that when you pay women what they are due, if you give women access to the workplace, if women earn more, society earns more. And you see this in countries where it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's not like because the women get money, now the men don't get money. Mm-hmm. The economy grows. Right. People earn more money. And this is, this is a really interesting part of the book. It's, it's right at the beginning, and, and it's just a beautiful little anecdote. You go, um, recently on a call with a company hiring me, to teach about leadership. A man said, excuse me, Abby, I just need to ensure that what you present is applicable to men too. I said, good question, but only if you asked every male speaker you've hired if his message is applicable to women too. Which is a really powerful thought that you don't think about. People will often say that they'll be like, "Oh, but eh, is yeah. for them? do the men
1: understand women leadership?" I mean, yeah. A- well, and also this was like a women leadership conference that I was going to. Oh wow! To. <laughs> so like, <laughs> for this dude to like say this on the call, and I'm saving him from from actually putting this company out in, in his name, but but the reality is like these microaggressions happen all the time. Right. And uh, I think what we need to start doing is becoming aware of what these micro- microaggressions are. That's what this whole book is about. Um, and, then, and then having the courage and the language to be able to counteract some of these things that we are, are, are interacting with in, in the everyday life. So me asking him that very question, my wife is the best at this. She's like, just flip it. Just flip the scenario, put yourself in their position, yes. and, and if it is not equal, then that is prejudice. That, right. is, that is treating somebody less than.
0: When you, when you- talk in the book about these these ideas. What I really enjoy is, is there's a part of the book where you specifically say, hey, if you're a man reading this book, I hope you realize this book is for you as well. This is a message we all have to engage in. And you speak specifically about the wolves in Yellowstone. right? And it's a story many people know or don't know. It's about how in Yellowstone they were struggling with overpopulation of of deers. And the deer were destroying everything, they were eating everything, they had no predator. And so the people said we need to introduce wolves.
1: Yeah, the river stopped running. Right. And so this decided that the scientists um, decided that they would reintroduce wolves into the Ellison National Park, Park ecosystem. And soon enough, the, the wolves, they displaced the, the deer through, through hunting. Um, and then the vegetation grew, grew back and the riverbank started to, to strengthen. And then the river started to, to run again. And so when I was giving the speech at Barnard last May, <clears throat> you know, it was one of the most special moments of my life because I was trying to connect the dots. And, and when you write a speech, you don't know if they're gonna get it. You know right. what I'm saying? When, yes. you, when you write a joke, you don't know if people are gonna laugh, although they're paid to laugh. <laughs> um,
0: again, you will receive your money. <laughs>
1: Um, and, and so when I, told, when, I, when I told them this story about the wolves, I was hoping that these Barnard graduates would get the connection between what the wolves were experiencing, like what they, you know, wolves are, were a threat to the system and they ended up being the salvation of this right. dying ecosystem. And so too can we as women be the salvation of what's happening in our system right now. It's a really beautiful message. It's a powerful book. I'm excited for the journey that you're gonna be on. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you.
0: pack is available now. It's a really fun read. Abby Wambach, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.